Welcome to episode 43 of Cox by 90. I am your host, show me your TDs. This is going to be a quick, sweet, less painful Friday episode than you're used to. This will be hitting two major points right now. That I said, hey, I'm getting behind a mic and I want to go ahead and just cover these topics right now and hit them just dead in between the eyes. So, thank you all for tuning in. First time listeners, full time listeners, always listeners. It's always a pleasure. But I have seen some reports come out this morning and then yesterday too with football that has me concerned. And I think I need to share my concerns and frustrations with you all because I think you all might feel the exact same way. First, let's start with the biggest concern I have right now at this moment. There are reports that Frank Martin might potentially be retained due to a $6 million buyout clause. That is absolute horse shit. Pardon my French, but at the end of the day, when you're a university in the Southeastern Conference that makes hundreds of millions of dollars a year, you have a huge donor base, a huge alumni support that wants to see our basketball team be great again. And you come out with a report today that maybe $6 million is holding it up. That, my friends, is absolute bullshit. We have been starved as a program for the last nine years. It is ironic, four years to the date, yes, we did beat Florida. We did head to Arizona or Phoenix for that final four. I was in Madison Square Garden. You all have heard me tell you this story, so I'm not going to repeat it. It was one of the best birthdays I've ever had. But it's not what did you do for me four years ago. It's what have you done for me lately. And right now, lately, what we do is miss the tournament year after year. In fact, one out of the last eight years. I gave you the stats last week in the episode 42, and I think those spoke volumes to where we're at with our basketball program. You cannot sit here, look me straight in the face, and tell me that the expectation for the University of South Carolina is to make the NCAA tournament once out of every four years. If you do tell me that, then that means you should probably disband the basketball program altogether. We're not a one out of every eight years program as it relates to basketball. If Alabama can go on and win the SEC this year by just putting a little bit of time and resources into it, if you see teams like Arkansas and others that continually are putting forth the effort for basketball and they're seeing the results, why can't we? Don Staley has done a tremendous turnaround job with our women's basketball team. We lead the league in attendance as it relates to women's basketball, packed after packed after packed stands, 10,000 cop fans deep in Colonial Life Arena, and me being a season ticket holder for the basketball team, I show up there and it's a half-ass empty stadium. Again, I'm sorry for you all that are listening, but I'm passionate about this. I believe that it would be a travesty to keep Frank Martin as the head coach of the University of South Carolina. You won't be able to take advantage of the transfer portal this year because why would a coach or why would a player want to come to a coach who only has two years left on his deal? There's no guarantee he's going to be in here next year. 
Again, talks of four to five players internally looking to transfer from the team, some being top players. A.J. Lawson moving on to the draft. This is just a picture-perfect scenario where you thank Barton for his years of service and you kindly say, we're going in a different direction. I'm hoping these reports that are coming out that might be indicating the board of trustees is feeling uh, a little hesitant about the $6 million, that they see a little backlash here. And this is what I'm going to do, right? I've been a Gamecock alumni, left that school, graduated 11 years ago, Darla Moore School of Business. It's given me a lot of opportunities in this world. But I will tell you this. I was taught not to sit on mediocrity. Being average is not going to cut it at South Carolina, and especially being below average. That's what the university doesn't teach you. I hope Bob Caslin is listening to this episode because you absolutely can't sit here and tell your Gamecock faithful that if you keep Frank Martin, that things are going to change next year because he doesn't change. His style of coaching doesn't work. That's why none of these coaching openings want him. UNLV, DePaul, Marquette just went and got Shaka Smart. Absolutely do you never bring back a coach that can't get you to the NCAA tournament one out of every four years. We are one out of every eight years. Martin should not be back. I'm hoping these reports are just a little bit of fluff to I don't know what. But I had to hit that on, and I had to come on here and talk to you all about that today. I'm about to go hit the golf course. Today is my birthday, so I'm going to probably post a less than 90 score. I'm going to birdie like six or seven holes. I'm going to drink some beers. I'm going to have some fun. But I will tell you what is not fun is reading reports that Frank Martin might be back. Another report, I tweeted it last night. If you're following me on Twitter, you know I was a little heated. Fan capacity capped at 9,000 fans for the spring game. That is the biggest joke I've ever heard. It is remnants, and I'll actually relate it back to basketball. This reminds me, after our Final Four run, and when we set it up to drop the banner against some no-name team, when half the students are out of school, they went back for Thanksgiving break, we had maybe 2,000 people in the stands And that's when we do our big reveal for the Final Four banner. Absolute joke. So you've got these hype videos coming out with Justin King. I mean, literally, my my blood is pumping through my body right now watching those videos. I literally am just tears of garnet and black when I see these things. You've got every Gamecock fan so pumped up to get a little bit of taste of this program. And you have an opportunity to do it at the spring game where, again, I understand... We're under a pandemic. Okay, yes, that, that's, we're, we completely understand that. But you can't look me in the eyes and tell me we could have 20,000 fans in the stadium at the height of the pandemic, but now we're going to cap it at 9,000 fans for a new coach, a new regime that needs to build some momentum. Are you kidding me? The atmosphere that could have been created this spring Talk about welcome home. You at least have the opportunity to bring 20,000 fans in there. You get it set up to where this is Beamer's coming out party for all the 2022 recruits. This is the perfect time to do that. But yet 9,000 fans is what you feel like is responsible enough to bring in to a spring game. An absolute joke. 
whoever made that decision within the university probably made the same one about the final four should be fired. I'm passionate about this because I want Beamer to do well. I know you all want Beamer to do well. He's got the right pieces in place to continue to build some momentum on the progress we've had this offseason. And then you come and I feel like you cut his knees out from him with a 9,000 cap at the spring game. With that being said, I did get, I'd secured my tickets. Uh, Gamecock season ticket holder for football was able to go on, get my five tickets. I'll be giving two of those away. I absolutely will because I know there's going to be two Gamecock fans out there that don't get the chance to get tickets because of this $9,000 cap or the 9,000 fan cap. So more to come on that, but I did want to let you all know that is bullshit. The Frank Martin news is BS. This 9,000 attendance capacity cap is BS. And again, for the language on here today, I'll make sure it's an explicit uh, podcast episode. But I'm just, I'm pretty fed up with what I've seen over the last 24 hours and decision making that's coming out right now. That being said, I want to talk about some good things that are going on. Our lady women absolutely dominated Oregon State this past week. It was a great Tuesday night to watch our Yardcocks put a beat down on the Citadel. They weren't knocking those rings that night. And then the women just dominated Oregon State. I love to see it. After that first quarter, beginning to end, it was a, a lady Gamecocks beatdown. We've got Georgia Tech coming up Sunday, 1 o'clock Eastern ABC, I want to say is that game time. I will be tuning in. And then we've got the major, major series with the Gators starting tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern. Thomas Farr on the mound, ready to throw some gas. We've got Wes Clark ready to hit some cock bombs. I'm excited for this Florida series. I think we can build off of some of that momentum with Kingston getting the Calipari-like ejection last Sunday, rallying the troops for a third win or a win in the third game to not get swept by the Vandy boys. I think that was huge. It was absolutely huge. You come, you beat the Citadel, you got a two-game winning streak, and tonight's the night you got to take game one against Florida. You have to do it. If you're going to be in the stands tonight, be loud, be proud, wear that garnet and black like you know how to do it. Give those umpires hell. And I want you to shake the place. I want you to shake it. Shake it as hard as you can. This is a quick episode. I had to get on. I had to let you know how I'm feeling. Some might feel indifferent about Frank Martin. I've told you all the poll suggests that 54% of people want Frank Martin back. I don't believe that to be the case in regards to the true Gamecock fans who want to see this basketball program move forward. We can't have him back. With that being said, if he does come back, I'll still support the basketball team. It's not like I'll give up on the team. You don't give up on people. But I will say that I think we'll be handicapped in what we can do next year and the ability our team and our program would have to grow with new prospects in the state, take advantage of the transfer portal, and get this program back to where it needs to be. I love you all. Thank you, everybody, for the birthday shout-outs. I will tell you, they started coming in fast and furious this morning. Shoot, I woke up in the middle of the night and saw I had a couple Twitter birthday shout-outs. So I am thankful for you all. My Twitter community is incredible as it relates to Cox by 90. If you're not following me 
at Cox underscore by underscore 90. Twitter's a great place to engage with the Gamecock faithful. I truly love it. I hope you all have a great Friday. I do want to give a quick shout out to before I go. And again, I'm probably going to just like birdie every hole today on the golf course. Probably not. But that being said, QB Spotlight. I'm going to give this guy a shout out. He did a breakdown of Jason Brown and Luke Doty as it relates to our quarterback competition. He broke down some film. He shot it to me via Twitter. QB Spotlight. I recommend you all going to check him out at QB Spotlight. He does a great breakdown of Luke Doty, a lot of his pocket awareness last year too, the way he was able to zip the ball into the zone against Georgia. Jason Brown, we know he has a rocket arm, but he did a great breakdown. So I wanted to give him a shout out. I think he did an incredible job breaking down the two, and I would like you all to check it out too. I told him um, I appreciate his work, and he had shot me a message, and I wanted to make sure I gave him the credit he deserves because he's putting in some work. So go check out QB Spotlight. I appreciate everybody who's continuing to buy merchandise. The hats are flying off the shelves. I can't make them fast enough. They're all custom made. So thank you for continuing to support Cox by 90. Shirts are in. Koozies are in. Go check out the store. I hope you all have a great weekend. Let's beat the Gators. Let's beat Georgia Tech. And let's shake this place.